Sports fam, how are you today? Happy 2-22-22. It is a powerful day to manifest. You know, I'm always getting a little woo-woo on you, but it's real. So mind your thoughts today. It's an extra powerful, what we call energetic portal. It's not a thing that you look at necessarily. It's an energy. And so know that on this day, energies are particularly powerful. The veil is particularly thin so create your dream life today but you can also do the opposite you can either create magic or bullshit so you get to pick either way it's going to be extra intense so i would suggest that you focus on gratitude and the things that you love you focus on the love you have for your children the excitement and celebrating their accomplishments in, in sports and school and life and that's what we're doing today. This is Nadia. You want to show your hoodie? Why? Because it's cool. She's got a Mighty Ducks hoodie on. Did you get that for Christmas? She got that for Christmas. And we're going to be talking to Nadia today about her sports experience. Um, she plays in a sport that is um, predominantly male, right? Mm-hmm. She's breaking barriers over here. She would, right? She would. So we're, we're going to talk to her about hockey and her experience in hockey, and how this has helped to boost her overall confidence and really change the way that she views herself and the world around her, and just get some insight from her about what joy and awesomeness it's brought us and her. So, you've been playing hockey for how long now? I think this is my fourth year. It's your fourth year, and how old are you? Ten. So she's 10 and this is her fourth year playing hockey, but you've been skating since you were what, two? I think you were two when we started you and learned to skate. And then you started hockey the first year that you could start hockey. So you started when you were six. Um, The league that she plays in, the earliest you can start is six years old. So she started at six and she played with the boys, six, seven, eight, and nine, right? Mm -hmm. So you've is this your fourth year or your fifth year? I don't know. I think it's actually your fifth year because you started at six. Yeah. So seven, eight, nine, ten. Six. I clearly six because you were six. I clearly don't know math. Um, okay, so anyway, backing up. So she played her first four years with the boys. She was in the boys' league, and that's what she knew. It was fun. Um, and it was close to our house. So then this last season, someone asked us about her playing for the girls. And I had resistance to it only because we have an ice skating rink like two miles from our house. And the girls league is up north, which is about 25, 30 minutes. So I was like, I just want to keep it close. Well, I'm so, so glad that we decided to say yes to the girls league because it has been such a 
monumental experience for us and for Nadia. Um, the dynamic was just different because what was it like with the boys, especially when you got a little older? Well, it was, I just feel like I didn't really have any friends because they all would talk to each other and I was kind of just by myself but with the girls. We're all kind of friends together and like everyone is friends. Yeah. So you think about, you know, 10 year old boys, it's like an awkward, very awkward stage, right? <laughs> with girls. So they just didn't talk to her. So or I guess nine years old is when that would have been. So then this year when she started with the girls, lots of growth occurred and she just opened up and seeing her interact with the girls was super exciting. It made playing hockey funner for her. She's created friendships and something really cool happened. She was just playing for the house league. Um, not just playing for the house league, but only playing for the house league. And we had thought about travel hockey, but we were worried about the commitment and the price is very high. And she actually got asked to play on the travel hockey team. And really, we're going to call it a scholarship because she's playing without paying, which is super beautiful and super amazing and such an honor. They needed an extra player and she's one of the best on the house league that wasn't playing travel hockey. So she got asked to be on the travel hockey team and now we're playing travel hockey. And so I wanted to bring Nadia on because I saw such an energetic shift in her when she started playing travel hockey. Um, the improvement in her ability to be a little more aggressive and get in there after the puck and her speed her stamina has, it's all just compounded massively. And so much of it is mindset um, because she is practicing more, but nothing really changed except for the revelation that she was good enough to be on the travel team. So I wanted to bring her on and kind of pick your brain a little bit about what if you were even aware of like what shifted in you when like how okay let's let's start small how did it feel if you go back to that moment in time when your dad first mentioned to you that they are inviting you to play on the, the travel team do you remember how that felt i mean yeah it felt good because i mean they asked me to be on the better team than i was on there's a lot of good people on the travel team that we play mm -hmm. so so do you remember like the feeling that you had in your body when that when he said that to you and i just felt like i don't know i felt i never really felt like i was like special on the team like especially whenever i was playing with the boys i always thought that like there's always someone better than me or there's always someone who like it's like i'm never the best on the team um, but just being asked to be on the travel team did make me feel like I was a good hockey player. And you felt excited. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's super cool. Okay, so then my next question is, um, so I'll tell you what I saw, like visually what I saw happen for you, is <clears throat> once you were put on the travel team, I saw, and even though, yes, you were practicing more, but it wasn't that much more. And I, so I see you now when you're playing and you're like a different person on the ice. 
And this is developed over the short amount of time you've been on the travel team, but it has been so impressive and exciting to see you out there moving with more posture. That's the best way I can describe it is it's interesting that you say that you didn't feel like super special or great at it before. And then they asked you and something shifted in you. And now I feel like you're more willing to stand out. Do you feel like that? Yeah. Well, it's just like, I would always feel like I was just that one player that was just there on the team. Mm-hmm. Like I was you were just one. a warm body. I was just the one that was that wasn't getting in the way, but was just there. Like I wasn't doing a lot or anything, but it, it made me feel like I actually was doing something. And then you actually started doing a lot more than something. Yeah. And now you actually get in there and like move toward the puck. I feel like you're more fearless. Do you feel like you're more fearless because you used to always stay back? You know, you never would really get in there and try to go for the puck. Mm-hmm. But now you do. Do you feel like you get it? You're a little more aggressive yeah. Yeah. and you move faster. You Like you yeah. go. Well, another reason why I really want to join the girls team is because on my team, my team last year was not very good. Like my numbers on me were not very good. We didn't win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whenever we played the girls team and they like beat us like really bad. Like they beat us like 12 to 0 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, honestly, I wouldn't say this whenever they did beat me, but I'm really glad that they did beat us because I was the type of person like, oh, we're so much better than the girls. We beat them. Like, I don't want to play with the girls. But like at now, I'm glad that they beat us because I realized like the girls are good, too, because, you know, I kind of was just like, oh, the girls aren't as good as the boys. And then they whoop you. Yeah. And then they like beat us really bad. So, I love that. Well, and so that's interesting, too. We can go there, too. The um, the program that we operate under, assuming that the guys can do something better than the girls. Mm-hmm. When, you know, there are differences in, like, muscle mass and, and speed and stuff. But when you're looking at a, a skill like hockey, yeah. this is a skill that is based on the team and strategy. Mm-hmm. And there's no... Just because there's a physical difference doesn't mean that you can't harness that skill and strategy on a hockey team and do just as good or far exceed anyone, no matter what, you know, whether they're male or female. Yeah. Well, I, last year, I would never say this, but I really, like, I wouldn't say this to anyone out loud, but I really did think that the guys are way better than girls just because they're bigger and, you know, because yeah. they have more mass. Than them, you Bigger, know? stronger. Yeah. Typically, they're faster. Not always, but in general. Yeah. They move faster because of the way they're built, because of physiology. Mm-hmm. But they weren't really. Cause, and also, since on the travel team, we always play girls' teams just because we, they travel to us. <laughs> but And there's enough girls. Yeah. On the house league team, that we, ju- we play boys. And it's honestly way easier to be the boys. Yeah. So it's about skill. Yeah. Right. It's about a skill set. It doesn't matter who's bigger, stronger, faster in this mm-hmm. sport. What matters is the skill and the ability and passing and playing as a team. It's I, all here. I feel like also younger boys <clears throat> like my age, they're like at the stage where they think that it doesn't matter. They don't have to pass. They just want to go and score. Like, But I feel like I don't know. I feel like they haven't. Really, they don't think it through as much. Yeah. I feel like they're they, not a strategic. They haven't. They're not to, like, right now, I, how old they are right now. They're, like, they're just not, they don't think about it. 
Right. Okay. So let's talk about the tournament that you have coming up. So you have a tournament and really this is, this is your first, well, at first away tournament, I guess, because you did have one tournament. Um, how are you feeling about it? I'm excited. You're excited? Yeah. Okay. What else? I'm just nervous about the teams that can play after that so we can beat them. You're nervous? Okay. So that brings up something that you said to me, which I think is um, funny and interesting. Um, you said, what do we do? They call it line, first line, second line. Uh -huh. Okay. So Nadia says she doesn't necessarily like to play first line. So, you know, the first one's out playing the positions at the beginning of the game. Tell me why. Because I don't know how good the team's going to be. It's scary to, like, I don't know if they're going to be really good, but I feel like if I'm on the bench first, I can kind of look at them and see what I have to do. So she, she, it was so funny when I asked her. She was like, I don't want, I don't like being first stream. I'm like, why? You get out there first. Like, it's because you're the best out there first. And she's like, I get so nervous because when they do that first puck drop, I don't know if the team's going to be great or terrible. And I like to feel them out before I go out there. Okay. So the way I kind of want to, is there anything else you want to share? No. Okay. Um, so I really want to kind of close this in saying, um, there's this saying that is how you do something is how you do everything. And that your overarching way of being permeates every single space in your life. And I have absolutely seen a shift in Nadia in general, in her overall personality and her confidence and her posture ever since she's taken this shift in um, hockey. And so this is how sports serves our children, right? This is how little league, whatever, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, all of these different sports, this is how they change our children's overall energy field. It changes how they relate with the world. And this can either be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. But you're the navigator, right? Like we as parents are the navigators. We get to be the ones who assess, is this the right league for my kid? Is it going to build my kid up or break my kid down? And I feel like in general, all most all of the sports um like networks, whatever, that we've been in contact with, that we've been a part of, have all been very positive spaces. But I know that it's that's not always the truth. There are spaces that are not positive, that our kids do not benefit from, that we as parents get to filter them out from. Um, but I'm just super impressed and love seeing the growth and seeing the expansion that occurs for my kids as they keep doing things that they're kind of afraid of and like stepping through fear because I know that Nadia going onto the travel team, I mean, you were, that was not easy, right? I mean, you, do you feel like you had to step through some fear there? Mm -hmm. Some limiting beliefs around what you were capable of and being able to hang with the travel team? Yeah. I was also nervous. Like, what would they think? Because I like just came around randomly but they were all really because you came halfway through the yeah, season or whatever I came halfway through the season but they were all really nice yeah so it's been worth it for sure okay so there is one other story i want to tell you which is really interesting and it's super in alignment with the whole mindset piece that we're always talking about and this is i heard this story about this guy who 
he was in high school and he had gone to take his SATs. You may remember the story, Nadia. So he went to take his SATs and this is a kid who did not do well in school. He did not enjoy school. Um, it was not fun for him. He just didn't enjoy it. He was barely passing, barely getting by. And he always really struggled in school. Well, he went to take the SATs. And after he took the SAT, he got a letter in the mail saying he got a near perfect score on the SAT. And his parents were so impressed. And they were like, did you really get this score? Did you cheat? And he's like, well, I tried to cheat, but I couldn't. There was no way for me to cheat. But you believe I, I definitely did try to cheat. I'm going to be honest with you. And so his parents were so impressed. And they were just amazed that he got such a high score on the SAT. <clears throat> and so because of this, his whole world shifted. He started doing really good in school. Um, he started trying, like he actually started trying in school. He had like faith restored in his, his ability based on this test score. And so what happened is he went on, he graduated with um, honors. He went to, he just went to a community college and again, graduated top of his class, came out, and now he's a multimillionaire and running a very successful business. Well, about five, I guess it was about five years after um, he had gotten the original test scores, he got a letter in the mail um, informing him that it had been a mistake, that that actually was not his test score, that they had sent him the incorrect test scores, and that, you know, his test was some something very terrible. It was not good. It was a very, very low score. And so my point is really probably know my point without even saying what my point is, how powerful the mind is and how one standardized test can change your, your life. And, you know, this can either service to, to, um, the positive or service in a negative way, because you think about how much of our kids' self-esteem is based on standardized testing. And you take one test and get an F on it, and it can really set the tone for your entire year, your entire school career. And so I was just blown away, absolutely blown away by that story. It didn't completely shock me, but one SAT score completely changed his life, and it was a mistake. It didn't have anything to do with his ability to perform. It had to do with someone outside of him telling him that he had the ability to perform. And it changed his life, but it's really not what we want to depend on throughout our lives. And so while tournaments and sports and everything, and it's all great and beautiful and fun, it's our responsibility as parents to keep reminding our kids that their worth comes from within and that no one gets to define their worth but them but this is not how we're programmed. This is not what the world teaches us. And so I just encourage you to be aware, be conscious, be thoughtful of your interactions with your children because we're molding and shaping their futures every single breath we take, every single word we speak. Anything else, Nadia? Any closing thoughts? I think that's all. I think that's all? All right, so we've got a big tournament um, near the Notre Dame campus this weekend. We're super excited. Um, and so we're saying go fusion, right, Nadia? Go fusion. Have a great day. Happy 2-22-22. Mind your thoughts today. Super powerful day to manifest. You can create magic or a bunch of bullshit. I choose magic. I love you so much. Say bye, Nadia. Bye. Bye. Oh, one button.
Love y'all.